Hey everyone, this is Premium Sports Talk Podcast. We are back with another episode. I am your host, Josh Garrison. I am here with Jacob Smoke Them Hams More. I'm here with Seth James and Luke James. We're going to talk about some franchise tagging going on in the NFL, who got franchise tagged, who got long-term deals. We're also then going to talk about some Arizona Cardinals. Is Kyler Murray going to go there? Could he team up with Antonio Brown? And then we're going to end the segment tonight with what would happen first, the or what would most likely happen, the Lakers going to the playoffs, or something completely ridiculous that each one of us will decide. So we're going to dive right in to the franchise tags. We're going to start with D. Ford, who cost the Kansas City Chiefs a trip to the Super Bowl Luke, let's start with you. What is, what are your thoughts on D Ford getting the franchise tag in Kansas City? Yeah, Josh, I, um, I'm really surprised with the, the Chiefs, and I'm I'm proud of them that they did it because D Ford he caught a lot of heat because, like you said, in that AFC Championship game, you know they won it, but then there's that flag, and you know that, that cost them the game pretty much. And fans they didn't want him back, and he got a lot of heat for it. And you know I'm proud that the, the Chiefs say, you know, th- this is our guy. And we're sticking by them. And so, you know, I'm glad they did that. But the only thing I don't really like with it is that now they're saying that they're going to cut Justin Houston because of this. And I think Justin Houston was a big piece of that defense. And he's a leader in that locker room. So, I mean, we'll see how their defense goes from there. I So I completely agree with you. I was shocked that uh, they didn't pack the man's suitcase for him after that AFC championship game. I get it. He's probably got some talent. But... Man, you're just his big head was offsides and he wasn't even near the play. So that's got a sting. He's someone called him, uh, compared him to the Billy Buckner of the Boston Red Sox back in the day, which I don't disagree with that. So let's move on to Grady Jarrett. Some craziness kind of going on in Atlanta. He's got the franchise tag again and he wants to get paid like Aaron Donald. I don't see that. He's been great. Jarrett's been great for the Atlanta Falcons. Not sure he's Don. Uh, I keep butchering his name. Donald. I want to call him Sam Darnold. Not sure he's Aaron Donald money, but let's take it to Jacob. What do you think in Grady Jarrett? Is he worth this contract that he wants? Uh, here's my thing. Aaron Donald is an absolute freak of nature. And yes, Grady Jarrett has been huge uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. They're kind of clogging up the middle, but, there's no way, and I mean no way, that Grady Jarrett and Aaron Donald are even on the same level. You know, the, Grady Jarrett, like I said, has done tremendous things in clogging up that middle for the Atlanta Falcons and is a great run stopper and can even put pressure on the quarterback from that D-tackle position, which is difficult to do. But Aaron Donald is a freak of nature, and he's the only one that deserves that kind of money. Uh, and so for Grady Jarrett to come out and say that I deserve Aaron Donald money, I just think that that is absolutely insane. And for him to think that uh, Thomas Dimitrov and the front office there in Atlanta, that they're going to give that to him, I just think that he's he really needs to reconsider what he is uh, asking for here. Well, and I get top players like that kind of set the tone for the market. But in all respect to Grady Jarrett, there's a Aaron Donald is a, uh, you know, I don't want to go out and say a generational player, but the athleticism and his ability far exceed that 
of Grady Jarrett. I mean, it, it's no disrespect for Grady. He's doing incredible with Atlanta. I mean, he was one of the only highlights of that defensive line. Don't get me started on Vic Beasley, Vic Bustley, but he was only the few highlight of that defensive line, but he's not Aaron Donald. I don't think if he wants that kind of contract, there's no way Atlanta can keep him. They got to pay Julio Jones. You got Keanu Neal, Deion Jones coming up, wanting their payday. Well, got to get rid of some dead weight and Trufant and, and Beasley, but completely agree with you there. He's not Aaron Donald type of money. Uh, so just some crazy things going on, and we've seen other players got the franchise tag today. Um, we've seen Nick Foles. Uh, they're actually working on a long-term deal with him. I'm curious to see what kind of money he's going to get. But speaking, let's go into the Arizona Cardinals, all right? A lot of people thinking they're going to get Kyler Murray. And I heard rumors, well, you know how the media outlet works. It's always rumors of Antonio Brown potentially teaming up in Arizona with Kyler Murray. Let's take it to Seth. How, how would that look like? Do you think that would work, a Kyler Murray with Antonio Brown? Josh, yeah, I think you know. I think it would work. The thing is, with Antonio Brown, whatever team he goes to, you know that he will have to do some adjusting. I, the thing is, you don't know if he can do any adjusting with just the, how big of a head he is. Um, obviously, the guy's a, phenom- a phenomenal talent. Um, I mean, Kyler Murray. Look, we haven't seen him. He like he has zero snaps, zero plays. Um, obviously, the guy has a great arm, can run. Um, he knows the game of football, great quarterback. But we haven't seen him play in the NFL, so I think it would be hard to say if they would be if they would go well together. But uh, I mean, Antonio Brown, I think he would be. Um, I think he has a, he would be a good fit with the Cardinals. Um, I think honestly, I would I wouldn't mind seeing them together. Um, but I think it's more one of those. It's just we kind of have to see it. To, to see actually how they would see I kind of see it to believe it. I, I'm with you. So I don't know how I would – I don't know how that would work. Antonio Brown, man, the more – now he's coming out saying, you know, football. I don't need football. I don't need the NFL. You know, I like to play, blah, blah, blah. I don't – he's got this weird-looking mustache going on. Antonio Brown's just an interesting character right now. Uh, Luke, we're going to pitch this question to you, then we'll kind of roll see what Jacob thinks. Is Antonio Brown – would that work in Arizona? Is he worth the headache out there? Man, I don't know. Like, you know, Larry Fitzgerald came out a couple of days ago and said, you know, you don't know how good you have it. Talking about him playing with Big Ben, and I don't know if you had the chance to to watch the shot, but you know, LeBron James show on HBO. Oh yeah, I saw it, it's, and I watched it, and it's funny because I literally was watching, it and I started busting out laughing because Antonio Brown's talking. He goes, "I don't have an ego," and I literally started laughing. <laughs> I, I, Antonio Brown, who's the biggest diva right now in the NFL, says he doesn't have an ego and he just wants to win. And, I mean, that was – I literally started laughing. But there's no – I just don't see the fit because, I mean, Fitzgerald pretty much just called him out. And I don't see how that would work. I don't – you know, and I'd be shocked, you know, that the rumors the Raiders would take him. And I'd be shocked that Gruden would want Antonio Brown on his team. So, I mean, yeah, it looks good on paper with Kyler Murray. They, they, the rumors that they're going to take number one overall, uh, overall. But I just, I don't see the fit. But maybe they want him to replace Fitzgerald, but and we'll see. Well, and I think it's funny, too, that they said reports coming out, there's only like three teams really interested in going after Antonio Brown. And so I want to go to Jacob. How is a talent that Antonio Brown – that, that he is and it's funny i was watching i believe it was on fs1 today uh might have been undisputed but they threw up a stat side by side of antonio brown's 
uh, stats when Big Ben is not the quarterback, and it's a drastic drop in production. Jacob, can A.B. be the same receiver even though he's not? I mean, he might be, but I don't think he's going to be as force-fed as he was in uh, Pittsburgh. So my question to you is, is he going to put up the same results? So here's my thing with A.B. is, do I like the way that he's going about things right now? Absolutely not. If I were a GM of a team, would I like what he's doing right now? Absolutely not. But also, if I were the GM of a team, do I think that Antonio Brown could come in in day one, make my team not just a little bit better, but significantly better? Yes, absolutely. And I I think that that is, that's what we really need to look at with Antonio Brown. You know, we can sit here and say, yes, he's a diva. Yes, he does these things. He says these things. You know, he's got the, the whack stash going on. But the big thing here is he is a once in a generation talent. You know, fortunately, we live in a time in the NFL where we have Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham all playing in the NFL at the same time. We're taking it for and, granted. And yes, exactly. We're we're taking his talent for granted because there's so much other talent on the field, even across from him, and so. Sure, he he might be going about this the wrong way and thinking that he's the stuff and everything. But here's the thing: if if he were born ten years later or ten years earlier, who's to say that he is not single handedly the most dominant wide receiver of his generation? Well, I don't know. I'm I'm always going to put my money on number that bad boy number eleven in Atlanta. But I'm with you on that. He is definitely a generation-type player. I, I do think, of course, this would be for another episode, who the best wide receiver is. Can we just appreciate the fact of how rare it is to see a guy like Julio just go about his business and brings zero drama? Zero. And he's that good of a player. Like, that's almost it's almost unheard of. But that's not what this point is. Not what this podcast is about. But I, I get what you're saying. He is a once-in-a-generation type of player. But Jake, just to back off you real quick, I'm, I hate all the diva stuff. And look, I know I think everybody can agree it's annoying. But I, what I do respect about him is his work ethic. He works like crazy. And like, he was like a sixth or seventh-round draft pick. Like He was really unheard of, and he kind of made a name for himself. So I really do respect the guy. Like, I respect the man works for what he does and for how good he is. I'll get right out. Yeah, I mean, he did really good on the the mass Singer. I'll give you that. Oh, sorry, too soon. All right, anyway, so we're going to go into this last segment. I cannot wait to hear these answers of what what is what is most likely to happen first, the Lakers making the playoffs, or blank. Luke, we're going to... Ice Age 2.0 <laughs> right now. Sorry, Luke. It, it's literally that bad. <laughs> so sorry, Jake. We didn't hear your answer. What was that? Yeah, it's Ice Age 2.0. The folks playing at home, you're going to have the little squirrel running around <laughs> with the dang acorn. He's going to be breaking up icebergs and junk. I mean, this team, the Los Angeles Lakers, I'm saying it March 5th, 
8.18 p.m. as we're recording this, the Los Angeles Lakers will not make the playoffs this season over my dead body. And you know what? If I die before the season's over, the dead gummit, they can have it. <laughs> and what makes it better uh, for all you listeners out there is Jacob doesn't even believe a first Ice Age happened. I mean, neither do I. So that makes it the second one even better is that another Ice Age is going to happen before the Los Angeles Lakers make the playoffs. Luke, let's go with you. What happens? What's more likely to happen? Lakers make the playoffs or what? Well, I'll say this. I don't believe the Lakers will make the playoffs, but all throughout LeBron's career, everything he's done, he's always made it harder on himself. Like, you know, his second finals, you know, they were down with the Spurs and then come back and, you know, Ray, uh, Ray Allen hits that clutch three and then obviously his third ring down 3-1. So, you know, it would be LeBron to come back, you know, five and a half games back from eighth uh, seed. But I, just, I don't see it. So I'm saying it's more likely – Peyton Manning comes out of retirement and defeats the Patriots and ends their dynasty. Then the Lakers <laughs> making it to the playoffs. Oh, I would want to come back. Yeah, yeah. I've been here for years. Sorry, I would call. <laughs> oh, I would put more. Oh, that's more likely to happen. Peyton, Peyton still got it. By the way, love you, Peyton. All right, Seth. Let's go to yours, and I'm going to give mine. I can't wait for this. Uh, more likely to happen. Lakers, or what would happen first? Lakers make the playoffs or blank? Look, we all know I. I don't see there's no way that the Lakers can make the playoffs right now. I mean, I just – that ship has sailed, and it's just – it's ugly. Kuzma literally shoved LeBron to play defense. That's – I mean, when you have a young guy literally pushing you to play defense, I mean, that's awful. I mean, that's – if I'm a Lakers fan, I'm pissed right now. But what – more likely to happen, the Warriors get swept in the first round of playoffs by <laughs> swept – Four games. They get swept. That's more likely to happen than the Lakers to make the playoffs right now. <laughs> so I'm going to end this segment tonight that's saying there's a better chance of R. Kelly winning another Grammy before the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> oh my. Oh my. make the playoffs. <laughs> Is that too soon? Too soon. No. <laughs> no. Uh, R. Kelly, you deserve to be in prison. You're a terrible human. All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sorry. Lakers are taking for Zion. That's what they're doing. Oh, y'all, please. And that's how the lottery's rigged. If they get Zion, the NBA's rigged. If they get, oh my gosh, maybe that's LeBron playing chess, they, not checkers. They have better odds of winning the lottery than making the playoffs right now. Oh, you know what else has better odds? Oh Lord, Jacob. Anything? Jacob. Ice Age two point Ice Age two point <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, we're gonna we're done here with the. Uh, uh, remix of Ignition. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry, I promise. All right, this is Premium Sports Talk <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Garrison, here with um, Jacob Smoke Them Hams, Luke James, Seth James. Follow them on Twitter at Luke James, Seth James. Actually, I don't know your Twitter handle, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Smoke Them Hams on a thing. Until next time, this is Premium Sports Talk.